0: Welcome back to the Straight Up Podcast. This week's episode is part two in our career series, and it's the advice that we would give to our younger graduate selves. Within the episode, we identify four pieces of advice that in hindsight and in retrospect, we feel would have been very useful as graduates. So let's get to the episode.
1: Hi everyone and welcome back to the Straight Up Podcast, episode 22, part 2 of our career series. This week we are going to be discussing what we would tell our graduate selves, i.e. the younger version of me, uh, approximately the age of 20 to 21, leaving university and entering the corporate world. In context of the series, hopefully you all listened to part 1, which was uh, on the topic of responsibility. Which in summary was more of an assessment or giving you our take on how to assess your current circumstances and make the most of those in the sense of career. Um with some really good feedback on the episode. Um and, and this week I said, we want to talk more about what we would tell our younger selves. So uh, to set the scene, me and Ashin are gonna sort of lay out what we did um during those um adolescent years um in experience naive before
0: we had entered the real world of work. So um Ashin, take it away a lot. Yes, everyone. Um, Welcome back to the show. Thanks, Johnny. So, yes, um, I suppose whenever coming out of university, um, coming out of Queens in 2018, um, the world was in front of us. The world was all in front of us. Um, So, as Johnny said, last week's episode was quite broad in its nature in terms of taking responsibility. So, basically, what we spoke about, although we're focusing on career, a lot of what we spoke about could be applied to life in general. So the focus of this episode is going to be um more specific. So we've broken down four bite-sized points. Um, again, we're not career preachers. You're not listening to state jobs or Jeff Bezos, but we think there is um definitely value in reflecting back on our own journeys. Um, and then hopefully, you know, hopefully some of those journeys are obviously aligning with with some of the journeys that that you're on as well. So, um, look, let's kick it off over to Johnny for. For point number
1: one, yes. So, uh, as always, when we discuss ourselves prior to now, it's kind of a reflective exercise. So, what was I doing apart from you know the standard work you do uh, between the ages sixteen to eighteen? Obviously, you know, hospitality, bar work, restaurant work. And uh, my first real t- taste of the real world was. Uh, undertaking an internship with the Center of Cross-Border Studies in Armagh, unpaid Unpaid, I must say, and I'll get the importance of that point in a minute, but um, essentially uh, once I left university in Newcastle, came back to Armagh, spent about six months working in my friend Cormac's uh, restaurant in Mulberry Bistro, casual work, yes, and kind of taking my foot off the gas after four years, um, and a master's to finish off so it, w- it was right at the time um. but i suppose the per- first point to bring up then is to be proactive and proactivity in general so what does that mean it means uh, being on the front foot uh, and being prepared to take action before you're sort of reacting and um, once things happen to you so to set the scene further about what that meant for me at the time um, it meant um, applying for plenty of different places that I got rejected from because I had no prior experience. I think that's the first thing is to develop a thick skin once you enter the real world. Um, part of any young um, young person on a journey is is to be able to deal with rejection in the sense of applying for jobs and getting turned away. But you must also remember every rejection is one step closer or one application closer to getting accepted. Um, and that would bring me to one of my main points that I would make would be that you're only really one move away from things happening or starting to improve and let me tell you this and um, any youngsters listening yes your degree is important and you know the grades you get in school or the marks you get in your exams but once you get your first you know real job your career job and you can stamp that on your cv and build time up in there that's also going to be all almost going to be more important than the degree you have and the classification of that, because um, once you're in the real world, it's all about experience and it's all about skills. It's not about um, ladders on a paper, whether that's two, one, one, or whatever it may be. So, proactivity in my sense was applying, developing thick skin, and being prepared for failure, which I inevitably got, but also knowing that I was one step closer to being successful. So, once I had spent, I think it was uh two or three months in that position at the same time i was applying for fully paid work and i think i mentioned that it was unpaid at the time but i was developing research skills um and, and branching out my knowledge in the area so long story short for me it was a matter of doing what i could to, to really get my foot on the ladder at the start but not not resting still and i think we're going to develop these points as we go but for me um that's sort of where i would start would be to get out into the world apply um and be active and don't sit still because at the end of the day You know, it's not just going to fall into your lap, um, and you have to be prepared to do things that you don't want to do to gain experience, especially at the start. As I said, experience is more important than, um, you know, the ladders or number on a piece of paper you've received from university, um. So yeah, prioritize gaining experience over trying to gain more money at the start, Uh, especially in the first years of career. It's um extremely important to be willing to take
0: chances and to improve and get better by taking experience
1: so that's where I would start. what do you think Ashing?
0: yes um so proactive to me then i agree with everything you said about getting in front of the curve or getting in front of the eight ball yeah. uh good, good good terminologies um so i think in a career sense it would be a case of um like reaching out to people in advance like reaching out to people in your network because you just said it like you never know you never know what that interaction could spawn into, yeah. um, different interactions and different engagements. Um, you just never know, so you should always go into, you should always enter relationships of a professional nature with with the optimism and with that proactivity that you know something might happen. Yeah. If it doesn't, what do you lose? I think whenever I got my first graduate job with with Citibank, um, I was certainly active, but it was more on the more on the other side, more on the reactive side. Um, I wouldn't have been, you know, putting my hand up, or wouldn't have had the mindset that, um, this person or that person could, you know, if we engaged or interacted, that something positive could happen. It was just seeing things for what they were, not for the potential that they had. And I think that's a mindset that can be applied to life in general. Career is obviously only one faculty that, um, that it is apparent in. So yeah, again, it just shows you that. It just shows you that what we're speaking about again is in no way at all limited to career but I suppose if we're (laughs) this is the purpose of the discussion though Um, if we're talking about career my two cents on proactivity would be and enter relationships or um, or think about engagements or interactions for the possibility that they might produce and not just looking at them for what they are that's what I would say about proactivity Um, So we're moving on to point two, and this relates to passion. So if I was looking back to my graduate self, I would advise him and I would say that passion is not a prerequisite for a graduate job. It's very much a bonus. So what I mean by that is you see in the movies or you see on Instagram um, or in the media in general that um, all these people that their hearts are completely on fire for their career they're completely invested they're absorbed and really it's almost something to be enviable so look that is definitely what all of us should strive for absolutely 100% like that's that should be your life goal to merge your passion and your career like that is that's that is that is victory but I think in the context of being a graduate coming out of university like that is not something that that's not i wouldn't use the word unrealistic but you shouldn't you shouldn't be thinking that you need to be you know jumping out of bed and running to the office with your heart pounding because you can't wait to be a business analyst or be a legal executive or whatever the role may be or in that case a plumber Um. so long story short we should all strive for passion and for purpose but again reality check it's your first it's your first job or it's your first experience in in the world of work so forget about real passion for your specific role and my advice would be to my younger self would be think deeper so if i'm not really passionate about this role of like a financial analyst for example like what what is that offering me outside of just sitting in the chair and fulfilling the actual eight hours a day is it giving me opportunities to work under pressure? Is it giving me opportunities that you know I'm scared of? Like, like I'm speaking in front of people? Are there opportunities that I can seek out? And then like you should be passionate about the opportunities that that the job is giving you. Um so that's what I would say about passion. Again, in summary, it's not a pre req a prerequisite, it's it's very much a bonus. And I would say that like it's your first, it's the early part of your career. So You've got X amount of years to foster your passion and, and build it. So that's what I would say on in terms of passion.
1: Yeah, so Oshin had all available nails on the head as far as um, career in the sense of your nine to five. In his sense, and my sense, we're both in the same boat there. That is your corporate office job, uh, legal, financial. Um, sitting at a desk behind a, a computer, essentially, is what we do on a daily basis. But as I was saying, broaden that beyond um the nine to five uh, and i want to talk a bit more about developing um what you are passionate about in general so whether that is your hobby your extracurricular activity your skill that isn't related to you know what earns your living in the sense of your nine to five, as you put it uh, simply but for me then talking about my experience um on the fitness front uh, and only recently in the last year i've actually started to monetize that passion um, and help others through what i what i enjoy to do um, and i would honestly do it without getting paid and i suppose to give context for that i'm talking about like personal training and like gym work essentially so um i'd always train for years and it's something that i love to do even throughout university never really went the week or or I wouldn't say a day of course but obviously you know regardless of people would say about always oh, i was partying i could never train like that was never really me i was find time for it um, and i think one of one of the things that set me apart was you know i didn't just obtain uh, a personal training qualification uh, one day and then start posting about it the next you know, i've always been putting up fitness content and i think that's sort of where you want to start is you want to be able to do things for free and not expect to be paid so whatever it is you can apply this to i would try and um, help others for free at the start and the more you can build experience working with others uh, general population clients anywhere from big tall round small whatever size it may be and whatever skill level it is applied to whatever um passionate project we are discussing in relation to whoever's listening to this <laughs> i would say um yes be passionate about that but explore ways and how you can monetize that is there a skill is there a qualification to obtain to make in my case it was you know your level two level three personal training course i combined that with working full-time as well so um i did a law degree at university and then entered. Post that internship previously discussed, entered the corporate world with Axiom Legal in Belfast and um, doing financial contracts. And that so, at the same time that I had already obtained my internship, I was still applying for other jobs and developed that into uh, my corporate career. Worked there for two years um, and then my spare time, then uh, studied the personal training qualification and um, got into anytime fitness. And it all took off for me from there. But you know, one thing that I would say to anyone listen is don't rest on your laurels, don't you know, you know take everything Ashley's already said and be like happy days that's me sweet you know there's 24 hours in a day just because you come home from work at six o'clock doesn't mean you know you're, that's the only time that you can, you can um well oh, that's time only for sitting land watching tv like there's nothing stopping you whoever's listening to this studying something else studying um an actual qualification that you can do what i did and monetize that whether you you know so much of um the world or the economy takes place e-commerce space now behind the laptop so you don't always have to be you know in an office a lot of it can be done um, from your own time, you know. Yes, you have to put in a bit effort to study, but um, I suppose what's going to set you apart in that sense, and what's not going to make it seem like you're going from one job to the next, is the passion that you have for that particular thing. So, in, in the sense of what Ashleen said, yes, be passionate about what you're doing. That's directly um, allowing you to develop your career in the sense of what's directly paying you. But what I would say on top of that is, if you have something else that you're not making money from at the minute. Try and see how you can develop that into something that's going to pay you. Um, and if it's something that you, I can't remember what the saying is. If you don't, if you love what you do, you'll not work out in your life. Something along tip, those lines. Tip. That's pretty much all I'm trying to say. So, um, well said as far as career goes, Ashin. And as far as I'm concerned, it's just about branching that into something that uh, you know you love to do anyway. And if you get paid for that, then happy days. So, uh, moving into where we are is it point three now, Ashin. So Please, yeah. I'm going to speak about always be willing to learn and um, so what that means is you know learn as much as possible in whatever position you're in whether it is the corporate job ashen spoke about or whether it's in my sense and um, that after hours activity that you can make money from or a combination of both and um, i think i already said that at the start that knowledge and skills and um, real world skills are are can almost be more important than what you got in a module in your degree at university i think you know any successful Employ or employer or, or owner of a company or CEO will often say they'd rather have someone who's common sense and someone who has you know a qualification in a certain field but they can't you know think for themselves I'm sure anyone listening to this or if you haven't my younger self if I could tell my younger self what I would be asked in a in an interview a uh, competency-based question would be um along the lines of you know what do you do in a certain situation when things don't go your way uh, and that's all being about being about uh, thinking on the spot so in terms of uh, always being willing to learn um, i would say put your hand up wherever possible volunteer as the, the key word already mentioned is proactivity will pay off uh, have a growth mindset over a fixed mindset always be willing to hear feedback whether it's good or bad and take anything negative on the chin uh, correct term for that would be constructive uh, feedback or constructive criticism and look at it as ways where you can improve um, and on Gareth Fox's key word we were discussing uh, today actually was about vulnerability so put yourself out there and be be open to things not going your way or be open to um, uh, criticism whatever it may be negative feedback because you know in that apart from maybe it being um, sometimes unwarranted there can be something you can take on board and improve so for me in that sense in a corporate world um, it would be about putting your hand up where you maybe don't feel like you're well-placed but at least show an initiative um, and being on the front foot and you'll you'll go very far with taking your chance um, and almost faking it until you make it, until you learn those skills and then you're up a ladder and then you keep repeating that process until you get to where you want to be. So what do you think, Ashley?
0: Yeah, like um, <clears throat> no one is ever going to argue with the concept of being well to learn. Like it's, that's like a credo for life and I suppose it's even more important as soon as you come out of, Come out of university, so like it's something that I would say to my graduate self. If you get into the mindset, there's X thousand graduates coming out of university, and you know whenever you graduate, so like what are you going to do that's different to all of them that are obviously that are obviously in your relevant field? Yeah. Obviously, learning and your your commitment to learning is obviously going to be paramount to um, your trajectory. Uh-huh. So, look, my final point that I would like to speak about it's an interesting one for me and it's definitely, it's definitely the truth. Like it's probably, um, there's probably a part of me that was trying to deny this or that would have denied this to myself back at this stage. So for me to say the words, you should go with the flow. Like if I had said that to myself back whenever I was a graduate, go with the flow, I would have been saying like, no, because you know, I need to have a two year plan. need to have a five year plan. You know, like why is this all not joining up? I'm working at Citibank now, but do I really want to be here? Do I see myself here in five years' time? Why why am I here? Like, um, you know, I, I need to have my career really mapped out into the future. Um, so look, again, I'm gonna be brutally honest. If you have that, if you have a five-year plan, ten-year plan, that is absolutely wonderful. <laughs> that's what that's what we should strive for. But again, if you don't, so what? Like, do you know what you you're a graduate, you're just out of college. You have your whole life in front of you. You don't even have your career in front of you. You have your whole life in front of you to find out what you like to experience things. Um, So that's what I would say to myself. I would say, um, go with the flow, whatever you're doing at the moment, focus on it and try and maximize it um, on a day-to-day basis, on a week-to-week basis. Don't, I think in my first job city, I was thinking far down the tracks, and wasn't focused enough on the actual day to day. You know, wasn't focused on maximizing the interactions that I was having. Wasn't focused on maximizing my current workload. Like, like you know, it was pretty, I was all right at City, like, got, got my work done. And um, it was fine, but it was pretty comfortable. Could have done a lot more in the day to day. And I would say that part of that was just thinking um, too far down the tracks or thinking that all of this didn't make inadvertent commas. Real career sense. Um, so look again. It's about it's about giving yourself a break, taking a bit of pressure off yourself, and just focusing on focusing on your own learning. Um, and that's that's basically that's basically that. Again, going with the flow probably has negative connotations because you see, we all see it. Like content on Instagram, content on YouTube is completely geared towards. You need to have a plan. Need to know exactly what's going on at all times, but like I'm being honest and upfront and reflecting back on who I was coming out of uh, university, I could have done with saying to myself, "Mate, give yourself a break, relax, enjoy the career opportunities that are right in front of you, and just maximize, just maximize them from here." So that's actually refreshing for me to say to myself, "Give yourself a break." You know, yeah, yeah. that's the last thing that I would have said to myself at the time. Yeah, so it's um, it's interesting and it's a nice reflection to have at this stage. Um, well, look, as far as as far as I'm concerned, I have um, I've no more specific points um to give at this stage. Um, but that was a really enjoyable, really enjoyable reflection back from from my side. Um, as I said, look, we're not career experts, but we have lived life and we have had careers and it's interesting. It's an interesting dynamic because as Johnny said, I'm fulfilling a corporate role and I don't know what this man's made of, but he's doing a corporate role and his own um, major shift on the side with, with coaching as well. So, um, look, there is a bit of life experience there. We're not, we're not preachers. As I said, we're not Steve Jobs and Jeff Bezos, but we have ambitions. And we, if we didn't think that we had something to share with everyone we wouldn't, you know, we, we wouldn't share. We wouldn't share our thoughts. So, uh, look from my side. It was, um, it was a real interesting discussion, and hopefully, you get, um, you get some value from it. Johnny, yes,
1: thank you again. He said it, he spoke very well there, especially about going with the flow. You think sitting here now, you and me have, it all, have had it all sussed out from day one? But definitely not. You know, we're both twenty-five here. I think we both say it's only been in the last year or so, a year or two, maybe at most, that we've really started to uh, see things moving in the direction we'd like as far as long-term plans go. I think Ashin again, said a really good word there. It's ambition, be ambitious. Um, I've seen too many, not only once I even said friends, but people I've worked with or people I've just been around who have lacked ambition. And it's okay, you know, maybe, I well, anyone listening to this, I want you to be ambition, ambitious, but it's okay for those people not because not everybody's going to be... You know striving for greatness and that's just what what makes the population so um you know listen to this if you can take these points on board i think you'll go far especially if you are a lot younger than us, and in that stage from you know 18 to 21 22 when you're shorting a social life out. but as i said it's okay and we did not have a plan Um it's all it's always better to to try and feel and sit still yeah um but also to appreciate your surroundings as i said there'll be a lot of people around you who won't be as ambitious or won't you know be interested in the same sort of content and don't let those people take you down There's a lot a lot of people out there are, are, are takers uh, and not givers and, and they just suck energy away so to be honest I think we've, we've said a lot here just to cover the points uh, one more time number one uh proactivity and uh, number two uh, be passionate um number three was always be willing to learn and number four finally um go with the flow you don't have to figure it out just get involved and get moving so that uh, wraps up part two of episode 22 on career series one responsibility this what we tell our graduate selves thanks for listening any feedback as always please give us a shout get involved more coming soon thank you for listening